Hi, I'm Patrick Kagan, your host for Sales Hindsights, a podversation that combines my 30 plus years of experience with the expertise of my guests, and trust me, all of them will amaze you. Now, it's been said that hindsight is 2020 vision, so my guests and I are charged with answering one thing for you knowing what we know now, what best practices and takeaways have the last 30 years in sales, sales management, executive leadership, and entrepreneurship provided to us that you can take with you. So enjoy the listen as we podversate for your growth. So thank you for tuning in to today's podcast, Sales Hindsights. Just by tuning in, two things have actually happened for you. The first is you've taken the best first step toward improving some situation or some outcome in your world that you're not happy with. And the other thing that's happened that's really important is you've proven to yourself that listening to outside confidential coaching can benefit you personally and professionally in your growth. Now, in the course of our conversation, you're going to discover that we make sales make sense, we make management make sense, leadership makes sense, and entrepreneurial ventures make sense. And many times we make life make sense, and we do it in a very practical and easy to understand approach. And we try to give you nuggets that you can carry with you each day and apply to your life. Now, today, I'm going to ask you to do one more thing besides listen to the podcast. I'm going to ask you to get deeper involved in your own success, and you can do this two ways. Go to our website, pksolutionsgroup.com. Go to the Contact Us button and set up a one-on-one confidential interview with me where we can analyze whatever situations you're faced and see if confidential coaching makes sense for you. The other thing you could do is when you listen to our podcast, you can also go to our website, pksolutionsgroup.com, select the shop button, and look for the bonus content information that you'd like to download and buy and keep for yourself. And that'll help you get into the deeper, uh, more uh, in-depth topics uh, that we discuss in our podcast and beyond. So take action today. Either contact us for your own personal coaching or get some bonus content that you can carry with you and you can help yourself each day. Now, today we're going to jump into the topic that I call uh, Words Matter. And words are extremely important, obviously, because this is you know how we communicate, how we do business. Um, and it's interesting because in my uh, interactions with a lot of uh, my listeners and my clients who come to me for consulting, I get a lot of them who really appreciate my communication style um, beyond you know being direct, uh, sometimes sarcastic, very funny, but a lot of them, a lot of my clients will will point out to me that I speak in what they call analogies, and they find it um, intriguing, wish they could do it themselves. Uh, it's a unique communication style. And more and more, it comes up, how do you do that, Pat? Is that something you learned in school? Did you practice that? Um, and, and my explanation of it is it's, I think in pictures, and so I speak in pictures. Pictures are worth a thousand words. Uh, so when I speak in a picture form or an analogy, that helps me to make a point to to somebody that's clear and easy for them to understand. The science behind this is it's really my right brain trying to explain things to your left brain. Your left brain is logical. Your right brain is creative. My right brain 
sees a picture in a very creative way. My left brain joins my right brain and says, let's say it this way. And it takes a picture and it says something to your left brain that logically your brain can understand and make sense out of it. Now, I'm fortunate enough that uh, my wife, is she she uh, studied and majored in English when she went to college, and she teaches English now. And so she said, you don't just speak in analogies. You actually many times use idioms, metaphors, analogies, similes. I don't know all that stuff. I just say it the way I think it. But she can break it down for me. Uh, but she, she did, and I wanted to share that with you because it's kind of a fun podcast to have. Um, and when you think about what I said at the beginning, the topic being words matter, communication we know is important. Um, there's a great podcast we did with Andy McCollum sharing his insights on the silent speak in sales and negotiation and body language. We talk about body language being important. Um, people communicating now via text, via social media, and there's, there isn't the verbal communication. So things can be interpreted or misinterpreted. So Words definitely matter. Inflection matters. And it's sometimes the difference between what I call communication or miscommunication. The difference between the point being made and the point being missed. So I found it interesting when my wife pointed out that I was limiting my my summary of my, my communication style to analogies. And so I had her break things down for me. So she gave me definitions and we used some, some common phrases. And I want to talk through that with you. Because words matter. So let's start with an idiom, okay? And I don't remember, I remember learning it. I don't remember the definitions of it. So thank God I have my wife around to, to tell me what's right and wrong. So here's the definition. An idiom is a common phrase which means something different from its literal meaning. But it could be understood it's used um, in, in a popular sense. In other words, it might make sense to a particular culture or in a particular society, or in a particular part of town. The idioms make sense, uh, you know, in those pockets. Um, so um, it's not the same thing as using slang, is what I found out. And um, usually the meaning of the words are known to everybody. So, for example, if I said to you, um, you know, don't worry about giving me directions. Driving out to your house is a piece of cake. Well, that's an idiom. It's because driving isn't a piece of cake, but we all know the meaning of that. And it means that it's simple. I'll find my way. Um, Other examples are uh, the price of that car costs an arm and a leg. Uh, Could you imagine if the price you paid was literally an arm and a leg? But we know that that means that's expensive. So that's an idiom. Or we say things like it's raining cats and dogs out there. Um, and, And the root of all these sayings come from somewhere in some pocket of culture or society that it makes sense. Maybe maybe where that came from is where towns were overrun with cats and dogs, and when it rained heavy, that idiom made sense. One that we all are familiar with, your actions speak louder than words. And we know that actions don't actually say words, but we know that that means what you do means a lot more than what you say. So if I, as a husband, say to my wife, I love you, more than everything in the world, and then I never show her that I love her, my actions are speaking louder than words. I'm saying something, but it doesn't add up to what I'm doing. And I like to reverse that when I'm when I'm coaching with folks, uh, that I say, what you're doing speaks so loudly, I can't hear a word you're saying. 
And so, and that's a great way when you're, when you're, um, you know, working in situations to match up is, is somebody, do they have in, uh, integrity? What they do, it matches what they say. So, so, you know, that's what an idiom is. And many times we use that and we, and really it's just right brain trying to make something make sense to somebody else's left brain. And, and so we use an idiom to make sense. It's a common phrase. We all get it. And the next thing is a metaphor. Metaphor is defined as a figure of speech that makes a comparison between two dissimilar things. So something is metaphorical when you use it to stand for or symbolize something else. So for example, I say, she's as happy as a clam. One that I heard a lot this last year uh, is that this house has become my prison because we're all quarantined and uh, social distancing and and working from home. And while the appeal at first uh, is I get to work from home, the reality is, oh my gosh, I'm stuck working from home. This home or this room has become my prison. Um, So it's making a comparison between two things that are not alike, but they might have something in common. Um, You see things in poetry, like her tears were a river flowing down her cheeks. Well, clearly that's not what's happening, uh, but it's metaphorical. So it's comparing dissimilar things. And again, it's the label used to describe or define right brain talking to left brain. And so these are all communication styles. An analogy, which is what I thought I was doing primarily, and I tend to do all of these, I guess, uh, is saying something is like something else to make an explanation. And, it, and so the famous uh, quote, life is like a box of chocolates. So that's an analogy. You're using the word like, and you're saying it's like something else. Here's where it gets really funny. So this is the, this is the English major in my wife. Um, she further went into this, and I wrote this down so I can get this correct. A metaphor is a type of analogy, but where analogy is identifying two things as similar, a metaphor claims a comparison where there may not be one. I don't know all that stuff. Like I said, I just talk the way I think, but it's a great way to to really think about what you say and how words matter. So a metaphor is a type of analogy, but uh, and it's gonna it's gonna claim a comparison where there may not be one. So it's drawing together two things that are dissimilar. Uh, an analogy is saying this is like this. Then it's up to the listener to create meaning out of the comparison. So that's really the interesting part about communication. I say it, but you have to be able to interpret it. So how many times have you listened to a speaker and you go, yeah, no, I I don't get it. (laughs) I don't get what they're talking about. It's like when someone tries to tell a joke and they're just not good at telling jokes. I've seen people try to use my, my metaphors, analogies, idioms, or similes. I've seen them try to say the words I've said, but the meaning behind it doesn't make any sense. It's not their right brain doing it. So it's always a careful thing when you like the way someone said something and you write it down and you try to use it, but it's not yours uh, and it goes awry. So you have to remember the other person has to really get what you're saying. So you better get what you're saying yourself. Um, so an example of where a listener has to uh, create meaning. If somebody says, oh my gosh, that sound goes through me like nails down a blackboard. Okay, so as a listener, now you may be of the generation that you didn't have chalk and blackboards in your classroom. So the idea of nails, and they say in this sentence, nails going down a blackboard, you might think of nails that are used in construction. 
I know from my childhood that that would mean fingernails scratching down a chalkboard and how it makes the the hair stand up on the back of your neck and it makes you cringe. It's a, it's a horrible sound. But you think about generations that came after chalkboards and chalk and they may never have even actually seen a construction site or seen a nail or know what you mean when you say a nail. I mean, there, there's so many levels of interpretation to that. So in this example, using metaphors, using analogies, using idioms, you have to be careful to make sure that your audience understands what it is you're even referring to. A more recent one I heard, I actually was standing in line and I heard somebody say, oh my gosh, I was so Chandler Bing at that point. Now, the person they were talking to instantly began laughing, instantly created meaning out of what that meant because they both were fans of the show Friends. And Chandler Bing and his character and whatever that moment was they were describing to each other that I happened to be listening in on made sense to them both. And they cracked themselves up with that one sentence. I was so Chandler Bing at that point. I've watched the show Friends. I kind of knew what that would mean. I didn't know contextually what they were talking about, what, what situation they were involved in, but it made me smile because I knew what it meant. And it, so it had some meaning to me. But if you imagine somebody from maybe a different part of the world, and maybe they'd never seen the word friends, if they heard these people talking and this person says, I was so Chandler Bing at that point, you might as well say, you know, wah, 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 wah. It doesn't make sense. So that, you, again, you have to consider your audience. There has to be listener interpretation of what's being said. Um, so with the metaphor, the analogies, and the idioms. And finally, a simile. Simile is a figure of speech which compares two unlike things. And it's usually introduced with like or as. So I wrote down a couple of these um, that my wife gave me. Uh, like or as, usually it's going to indicate it's a simile. And when you're listening to people, by the way, in a presentation or when you're talking, you're not going to go, oh, whoop, that was a simile. Oh, that was a metaphor. Oh, that was an analogy. It doesn't matter if you label it correctly. That matters in the English classroom. But it's just interesting to me that there's so many different variations on this when we talk about communication style. There's a lot to consider. Or maybe a lot not. Just let the right brain take over with the left brain. But here's some examples of simile. Uh, you were as brave as a lion. They fought like cats and dogs. He is as funny as a barrel of monkeys, which I probably wouldn't find that funny. <laughs> this house is as clean as a whistle. I don't think I really even know what that means. I know I've heard it. I probably have said it. Clean as a whistle. I don't really know what that means. Or he's as strong as an ox. So... A simile is really saying something is like something else. And then a different than that, a metaphor uh, is usually saying something is something else. And then an analogy is saying something is like something else to make some sort of uh, point. Um, and it's, it's interesting because all of these different definitions of our language really come down to Right brain talking to left brain, person A talking to person B, person B needing to understand what person A is saying, and and all of it, if there isn't a marrying up of sense and function and what I'm here to clearly communicate to you and benefit to you, the listener, then it's it, you might as well not even be talking at all. So I found this interesting only because recently I've had so many folks um, compliment me and and 
talked to me about my my communication style. And I thought that it was really a one-sided style. And I was lucky enough to have my wife break down the style and show me the other ways. So when you're out there and when you're um, interacting with other individuals, pay attention. Listen to what you're hearing. Interpret what they're saying. See if it really is something that you need to interpret or if they make the point make sense. Uh, it's interesting. It's dynamic. Uh, and the takeaway here is that we really have all sorts of different communication styles and different listening styles. But the ultimate goal at the end of the day, I guess, is that we do learn to communicate the way the other person listens. And we learn to listen the, the way the other person communicates. It's a big world out there. We're going to bump into each other. We're going to say things uh, to make a point. And let's make sure that when we make the point, it makes sense to everybody that we're talking to and that we listen to what is truly being said. Thank you very much. Remember that words matter and I'll talk to you next time. So that's a wrap for now. I hope you enjoyed listening to the conversation as much as I enjoyed participating in it. Remember to set up the backstage pass to your own success at the support the show link in our episode description. And while you're at the show description, be sure to do yourself a favor and click the Instacart link and sign up immediately to begin enjoying the benefits of the Instacart online shopping experience. Shop from all your favorite stores, set up contactless delivery, and get your goods in up to an hour, plus free shipping on first orders over $35. Your time is valuable. Take advantage of the Instacart experience. I look forward to seeing you backstage and unleashing the greatness you are after, the greatness you must be in search of, or you wouldn't have found this conversation. Better can be yours, and it's one click away. Let me leave you with the words from one of my favorite musical groups, Rascal Flatts. Simply put, my wish for you is that your life becomes all that you want it to. <laughs>